Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. I guess I should at some point say what this podcast is. Probably should say it at the opening of every podcast episode, but I I haven't been doing that. In part because I'm not entirely sure what this podcast is. It has certain uh, repeated elements. One is that it takes a Heathcliff cartoon, usually just one, and examines it through some kind of lens. But beyond that, I don't know that I've really gotten a full handle on it. And that may be um, to its benefit. I don't think it's necessarily to its detriment. Uh, this podcast is a work in progress. And one of the things that just struck me about that is that Heathcliff is very much not a work in progress. Heathcliff is extremely established. The, uh, it has been around for 40 years, longer than Garfield, as any Heathcliff fan will tell you. Um, and uh, it's now on its second author, who's had the gig, I think, for over a decade. So it's not like um, it's not well-worn territory. And yet, um, as any Heathcliff fan will tell you, there's, there's been some changes that have been occurring in Heathcliff world. Um, or if not changes, some... Subtle and not-so-subtle movement of the comic, I suppose I would say. Anyway, (laughs) that's what this podcast is sort of about. Um, And for this week, at least, I am examining every day's comic. See what comes of that. So today I'm looking at the comic for today, Thursday, September 20th, 2018. Let's get right into it. We're very tight on the baseboard of what is probably a suburban home. Uh, And there's a classic mouse hole cut into the board. The cartoon or the comic shorthand for mouse hole is always interesting to me because, I mean, they always look like somebody took a router to them. They're very cleanly cut. Um, I have never... I've been fortunate to never have mice in an apartment I was living in, but, you know, I... After... I moved out. My parents got mice in actually the room I used to used to live in in my old um, in, the, in, the, in the apartment I grew up in, and um, mice mice don't do that. Mice do a lot of things, and most of them are are terrible. Uh, they're they're really difficult creatures to like, even though they are enormously cute. And that's one of the things that I think um, is interesting about mice. Um, 
But once you have them, dear God, they're disgusting. Uh, and they're certainly not making clean cuts in your in your baseboard. But uh, we've got the classic mouse hole. And we've got two mice standing outside the mouse hole. Um, having been lured out to examine something. And what they're looking at uh, is a mousetrap. Classically rendered mousetrap um, with, uh, you know, a, a, a trap release and a swing arm that would come crashing down by a spring load on, onto whatever poor mouse was unfortunate enough to take the bait. Um, the baseboard itself runs in, um, sort of from lower middle left of the panel to center of the panel. And then it reaches the, it reaches the corner and around the corner we see Heathcliff who stuck his head around the corner and is observing Now there's two mice and Heathcliff. Those are that's everybody in the panel. And at this point, um, I'm going to uh, do a little bit of math. Uh, it's four limbs per, uh, so that's uh, twelve twelve total limbs um, on, on all these creatures. And um, the reason I bring that up is for those 12 limbs, we can see one hand and one foot. And one of the things I've been uh, realizing over time is that Peter Gallagher hates drawing hands and feet. So he's, all, like, he's always looking for poses that, that spare him that. In this case, the mice are standing uh, close enough to the mouse trap that their feet are basically obscured except for one mouse's foot that is sort of half obscured. We only see really one toe indication. And they're standing erect with their hands behind their back, which is a, uh, a position Gallagher uses a lot. People don't stand like that, you know? Like, that's military posing. Uh, it's very intentional. It's certainly nothing you do when you were, you know, either relaxed or observing, uh, you know, bait in a trap. You'd be like, mm, let's poke, poke the thing that looks delicious. Um, but these mice have their uh, hands behind their back. We only see one of their tails. That tail is extending back in these weird loop-de-loop -loop curls back to, and then it, it goes into the mouse hole. So there's a weird white line around it because the mouse hole is black and the tail is black. Seems like you could have just cut the tail short. Like nobody would have missed the tail. Um, but you got to have that tail. Even though only one of them has a rendered tail, the other one, wherever his tail is, we don't see it. For his part, Heathcliff, uh, the, only, the only part of Heathcliff we see is a head maybe a shoulder, and then two fingers of a paw that he's using to grip the corner. So there's your setup. You got Heathcliff. You got mice. 
classic cat and mouse setup. Um, now the mice are looking at the um, at the mouse trap, as I said, and um, one of them is speaking. Now on the mouse trap is not it's not cheese or peanut butter or anything you'd normally bait a trap with. Instead, it's a flat black and gray rectangle. A um, little smaller than one of the mice themselves. And on that flat black and gray rectangle is a picture of cheese. Swiss cheese, to be precise. Because the holes... One of the mice is speaking to the other mouse, and he says, It's that cheese app. So it's a, it's a phone. It's a phone with, with uh, an app that displays cheese. I'm gonna. I'm. I. I bet there's an app that does that. There's an app that does literally everything. Um, and sure. I bet that that app exists. A, a friend of mine once um, wrote a play I was in, and he was looking for the most ridiculous app he could think of, which is which he can and he came up with with uh, what's that tree, which would identify trees for you. That app totally exists. I bet there's a cheese app. I'm not going to look, but 100%. There's a cheese app. I don't know that it simply displays an image of a cheese on your otherwise darkened phone. And I, I don't know that this phone was drawn by a man who's seen phones because it does not look particularly like a phone. But enough between the shorthand and the context, you know, enough is enough is communicated that we get it. There's a phone on on uh, on the mouse trap displaying cheese. The mice are interested either because it's a phone, hey, free phone, or because they're interested in the cheese app because they're mice, and they like cheese. Heathcliff is watching them. It's not clear to me that Heathcliff is responsible for the trap, because Heathcliff seems to be the type who likes to do his violence directly. You know, he's, 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 a, he's a very violent animal. Like He's regularly assaulting people and animals and, you know, leading via fear. Um, so he, 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 it doesn't seem like a move he'd make. You know, it's also an expensive move. You put it, you're, you're wasting a phone. Like, um, even if the phone survives the snap down of the, uh, you know, traps swing arm, um, it's going to get mouse blood and guts 
parts all over it, you're not going to want to use that phone again. Um, and who knows what the cheese app costs? Depends on the functionality. You know, apps can go up for like go for like ten bucks if you, if they're you know really good ones. Or it could be free, but then you gotta sit through a bunch of cheese advertisements. Either way, this doesn't seem like something Heathcliff would do. So I guess he's observing the mice more than he's observing whether or not this trap springs. Maybe he's thinking, who is on my turf? These are my mice to obliterate, not not some wealthy phone owner who who is just who just has phones to burn perhaps Heathcliff is discovering he has a new enemy or a competitor this comic's weird this is a weird comic anyway That's what I got for today. As always, you can email me at yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. Don't rate or review this on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you use. Uh, that's just going to give them data on you. And it, 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 The only thing that helps a podcast, no matter what, they, what these guys say about, like, oh, the surface is my podcast if I get enough reviews... That's just us crawling all over each other. The only thing that helps a podcast is people to listen to podcasts. So if you like the podcast and want to tell somebody to listen to podcasts, by all means, please, like, enthusiastically spread the the word of this podcast around. But I don't want you to spend your time, <laughs> limited as it is, on logging into these badly interfaced apps, spending a bunch of time trying to do the advertising I don't do for this app, for this podcast, and then um, feeling like you've now taken some ownership of this podcast, which is false. Um, The only... I don't even own this, (laughs) you know? Um, don't worry about it as a point. Just, uh, have a good day. Worry about that. Worry about having a good day. Please don't worry about having a good day. Just have a good day. I hope you have a great day. Okay, cool. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.